It must be Thursday. Welcome to Learning Unwrapped, the podcast about your most important life skill, learning. Imagine two kids who grew up together in Thief River Falls, Minnesota, moved on in their lives, but ended up collaborating years later in a startup. My guests today are two entrepreneurs, and I'll go as far to say social entrepreneurs, as they founded a coffee company that supports mental health. One of my guests is joining us from Texas and is the owner of DFW Real Producers, a monthly magazine and community of the highest producing real estate agents and most recommended businesses in Dallas-Fort Worth. The other is joining us from California and is the group account director at Fallon Worldwide, a global advertising agency, one of the originals in the business for over 40 years. So please welcome from Texas, Jordan Espeseth, and from California, Chase Havland. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for being here. This is very exciting. I stumbled upon your coffee when a colleague of mine mentioned it. I, uh, you know, got a pack, tried it out, and I thought, I think it's the best coffee I've ever tasted. But to sum it up for our listeners, Pooh Brew is a wonderful light roast blend coffee created by the both of you, Jordan and Chase. And no, it won't make you poo any more than any other coffee does. But it's a fun brand to acknowledge what we all know about coffee. It makes you poo. So Jordan, (laughs) as uh, the founder of this uh, fun brand, tell us, how did you conceive of this great idea? Well, first of all, again, yeah, thanks for having us on, Nancy. This is fun. We we appreciate it. And uh, I I love talking about poo. So, you know, appreciate the the opportunity. Uh, As any great idea does, it start as a joke. Right. I was actually uh, at a Starbucks with one of my buddies and we were grabbing some coffee. It was like, you know, 630 a.m. We're standing in line waiting for it. And he was like, oh, man, I, I have to poo. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, we must wait. be really good friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're close. And um, I was like, well, wait till you get your coffee in you. You'll have yourself a good old poo brew. And I just kind of said it and I kind of chuckled to myself like, oh, like who brew, like sounds funny. It kind of rhymes a little bit, you know, and, and the coffee does make you feel like we all know that that's, that's the case. And I just kind of like, I didn't think too much about it at that point, but as I thought about it more, I really, uh, I thought about two different companies. I thought about one that is actually local to here to DFW that started here. You've probably heard of Poopery. Are you familiar, Nancy, with Poopery? Yes. Yes. What a, yeah, what a, Gorgeous company. It was inspiration for me because they're uh, they're on the back of my toilets. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. So they're a $500 million poop spray company that, you know, and there's, there's lots of different poop spray companies out there, but Susie Batiste, the owner crushed it with the name and the the play. It's hilarious. People love the name of it. And I'm sure it is a higher quality than most of them out there, but I bet you it just, it's not reign supreme. It's just, the name is amazing and it's a great product. And They've done absolutely amazing. And I was like, man, I love the name off of Potpourri, the play. Amazing. Beautifully well, done. And it, and it demystifies pooing, you know? Right. And I think that's what you guys are getting at as well. Totally. Exactly. And then, well, and then the other part of it, which uh, I thought of was Black Rifle Coffee Company. If you've heard of Black Rifle, they are uh, a very large $200 million coffee company that really is it's all veterans. Everything is veterans, right? Like go America, they hire veterans. If you look at their stuff, it's just, if you're a hardcore American veteran, you get black rifle. Coffee. Black rifle is it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was like, well, they have a mission, 
right? Great coffee, I'm sure. But people, again, they, they buy into the mission of, of what Black Rifle is. That's why people buy it. Um, right. And I was like, well, with, with Pubru, if this was actually something that we did, I was like, I don't want it just to be about, you know, just a playful coffee company. I'd like to have a mission behind it. And so that's where, that's where the mission of, of really mental health came in. I'm sure you have questions behind it and we can dive into that more, but you know, it really, again, it started as a joke with those two companies kind of as the, the inspiration. And then as I thought about it, I was like, I really like this. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to chase and I can share kind of how we, how I brought it to him. And I have a lot of respect for chase and, and his, and his, uh, his marketing prowess. Right. And so I was like, man, I need to run this by chase. And if chase, you know, thinks it actually has some potential, then I think it has some potential. So, oh, so let me jump, a- let me jump over to Chase. Now you brought your marketing background to the table and clearly whenever you're launching a new product, brand is everything. So how did you guys create the Poo Brew marketing brand? Tell us about those late night poo conversations. Well, if I, if I may say even just these first five minutes of the podcast, the brand is already doing its work. <laughs> We've been on five minutes. Poo has been referenced about 12 times. <laughs> we already won't know what's in Nancy's personal bathroom. It, the, job, the job is done. Poo's already <laughs> winning in that sense. So I didn't have to do much, but thank you for the kind well, words. Well, and I didn't even say, you know, I, I brew pour over poo. Uh, I brew, you know, brewed poo and cold brewed poo. So <laughs> got it everywhere. Yeah, there's no limits. Uh, the background story is great. He actually approached me. We were on vacation. And we were spending some time at his cabin up there in northern Minnesota. And he asked me about the idea. And I, I told him to put together a deck, to, a presentation deck to, to pitch to me. I wanted to hear the idea more as like a joke, a fun thing for us to do together. And then I was absolutely hooked from the jump. I could just see I, the best ideas in my experience throughout my marketing and advertising career are the ones that are rooted in true consumer insights. And so the fact that everyone knows the natural effect of coffee, what it can have. I mean, it's not a guarantee, but it's pretty consistent mm-hmm. um, for a lot of people. And the fact that I had never heard it talked about that or advertised or messaged accordingly, I already knew right off the first presentation, even though it was a terribly ugly PowerPoint slide. Um, I already knew I already knew he had something. And then Jordan also with the mental health approach to it as well, I, I absolutely could see where he was taking it in terms of it's bigger than just coffee. And I knew that was something that he was very passionate about. And so I could see that there was even another angle beyond this where um, it's about the coffee and it is great tasting coffee. Jordan will talk about that a little bit more of why it was important to have quality coffee to him. It's not just, this isn't a gag gift. It's not just a name right, that you buy right. on the shelf by any means. It's a, it's a premium coffee and he'll talk about that. That aside, the fact that there is emotional value to the brand as well, that, that gave me a lot uh, to push off of from there as far as building a brand. So it started at the cabin from there. And then I went and put some thoughts down. And ever since Jordan and I have been going back and forth and building it together. It's just wonderful. And I love the story. And the fact that, you know, as Jordan, you were saying, you you locked into the poo piece, but then you also wanted to be mission driven and you wanted to be a great coffee. So it's kind of like you got the trifecta in poo brew. And as I said before, that I can't say enough about the coffee. It's it's the tastiest coffee I've ever had. So uh, tell us, Jordan, how did you create that perfect blend? Well, I, I can't take credit for actually creating the blend. I wish I was that uh, talented. But 
I, I got introduced to, you know, I started looking, when you're going to create a coffee company, you start looking at, okay, what can I do? And what are the options for me? And, and I wasn't a huge fan of a lot of different options that, that, that were out there. But uh, with my role with Real Producers, uh, the, the company that I own here in Dallas, I'm very well connected to a lot of, a lot of people, uh, very fortunately, that, that are very well connected people as well. And was bringing it up to um, one of my uh, advertising partners in the magazine. And he was like, you have to get connected with this local roaster here. They have amazing coffee. Uh, and they can get you really anything like the, the, the amount of blends that they can and they can customize blends if you want and all these different things. And, and the model that they had was so perfect for what we were looking for. And so I went there and tried tons of different coffee blends and fell in love. And as Chase said, like we wanted to make sure that we had actually good coffee. And I, I'm, I love coffee. I know what bad coffee is. I know what good coffee is. And we're not going to be the the premium. Like I, one of, uh, I know several people that buy the most exotic blends. I mean, we're not that, but we're really good. We're really good coffee, you know? Hey, I've had some pretty expensive exotic blends and I think Pooh Brew stands up. It's, it's, it reigns supreme <laughs> in a lot of people's eyes. And, and it, it yeah. really is. It's, it's a fantastic light roast. And, you know, it, it's just, it's very high quality. And, and that was, a, it was, Chase kind of laughed at that. It was Chase, Chase kind of pointed out how funny it would be if like your favorite coffee was actually Pooh Brew. We don't want the coffee to be crappy, pun intended, but, you know, <laughs> it was actually like good coffee. Right? Yes. Well, and it yeah. is. And I wish our, our listeners could see the fun packaging, too. Um, but to just pull out a few ideas, you call it great tasting, honest coffee. Uh, how can coffee be honest? Chase, enlighten us. Yeah, it was something that I was circling around when I started digging into the brand after that that first introduction I had to it. But don't get me wrong. It is meant to be grabby. Like when you see those words together, honest coffee, there's something about it that doesn't necessarily feel right. You know, like you don't see that combination of words very often. So that is a reason that we love it for that reason. It, not only if the name didn't get you to begin with Pooh coffee, we probably got a problem to begin with. But then when you talk about honest coffee, you start to get a sense of the brand from two words. And so we like it obviously because the name it's rooted in humor one of our beliefs as an organization is laughter is the best medicine. So even this podcast, uh, I mean, we're already laughing and it's, I'm sure our listeners right now are enjoying themselves too. Cause the, the conversation surrounding a coffee named Poo is just inherently You can't funny. help but giggle. Right. <laughs> yes, for sure. And so calling it on, honest coffee is kind of a one, two punch off of the name Poo coffee. Maybe you hesitate for a second. You are like, what did I just read? And then the honest portion of it kind of speaks for itself in terms of where we're calling it like it is. We believe in not pretending that we're anything we're anything that we're not. So that's where Honest Coffee was born, Autumn. But there's another aspect to it as well. It's a play on words in this, to a certain extent because of the mental health connection, for sure. It's a, it's a difficult subject to navigate. There's millions of people that struggle with mental health issues every day. So we believe as well that uh, an honest moment, like acknowledging the natural effects of poo brew and coffee, can open the door to another conversation. And so that's where the honest part came as well. And then naturally, just as people, there's a lot of important conversations in our world and in our society that revolve around a, a simple cup of coffee. And so not to make it more complex than two words would make it seem, but there's different facets to, to that language. 
And I think I'll go back again to saying, you know, demystifying poo. There are so many things in society that like, oh, we don't want to talk about. I remember that I think the Seinfeld series was probably one of the first, you know, what do they call it? The show that they talk about nothing. But they talked about all of the everyday incidences that happened to you that nobody wants to talk about, you know, and put it out there. And I feel like that is more and more appealing to people especially as we are in a time when, when mental health is such an issue and post-COVID, if, if we are even post-COVID, but throughout the COVID pandemic, I think mental health has, has really taken front stage. And you guys are willing to just put it out there with your honest coffee saying, let's just demystify the whole coffee poo connection. I love it. We live in, we live in a world that people are always put up, putting out their best self, right? The social media effect where there's the filters, that's your beautiful life. And it's not very, I mean, simply put, it's not very honest. It's not an honest reflection of people's life. And I don't fault people for putting out their best self on social media, but it gets us in this weird headspace of comparativeness. And, and we think that everyone's living this perfect, perfect life. And that's not the case. People struggle. I struggle with things. We all struggle with stuff, right? And, and the more we think other people don't struggle with stuff, the more we struggle because we think, well, what's wrong with me then? Why, why are they living all this beautiful life? But I'm sitting here struggling. I have depression. I have anxiety and, and, and these different things. And that's, that's part of the idea here too is like, well, we want to be unapologetically ourselves. We want to be honest. Like we want to – and the more people can be authentic, the more people can be honest about themselves in a healthy way, it can help people. Just, just that alone can help people. Right. So in and of itself, it's a soothing brand of coffee as well, because it really it really is meant to make you feel good. I mean, reading the packaging, I'm going to go back to the packaging. You just have such great messaging about mental health all over the packaging. Uh, I commend you guys for for coming up with it. Uh, But I have to say, I was looking all over the package for your website. And I thought, how, how could they not put the website in there? And then I looked at the bottom and I saw the message. Were you checking out our bottom? We know it's flat poobrewcoffee.com. And I just thought, brilliant. And I noticed on the side, you have the hashtag thrown thought with a little message. Chase, and I noticed on your website that you can actually submit your thrown thoughts. So Chase, tell us about how you generate your thrown thoughts. And since I'm a monthly subscriber now, so I get my coffee delivered monthly, should I expect different ones each time I receive my shipment? Unfortunately, not at this point. But I mean, we're going to definitely steal that idea. So thank you. You're um, we're still a brand new company. So our operation isn't quite you know, there I'll be yet, saving but- all of my coffee packages with the different <laughs> throne thoughts and hanging them for decorative reasons in my bathrooms. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Your, <laughs> your best resource for throne thoughts is heading to our socials. Many more throne thoughts there if you'd like. But honestly, that, that one was once we started building the brand and we were able to make that connection, that through line between... Uh, a name that's rooted in humor, but how do you get to the mental health connection? How, what is that? And, and what we talked about breaking down barriers to honest conversation. Once we turned that corner and we had a brand forming, then we just started to think about more insights. What brings people together over coffee or over that natural bathroom break following your coffee? And so Throne Thought was kind of born because in this day and age, whether whether people will admit it or not, I'll admit it for everyone here on this podcast, not to speak for everyone, but it's very rare that I go to the bathroom without my phone now. And so uh, a lot of the Sad best to thinking, say, but I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> of course, yes. Um, and so the throne thought was born that a lot of our best thinking comes while sitting on the toilet. 
And so Throne Thought was born and it's, it's nothing, uh, it's, we try not to take ourselves too seriously. Obviously we're, our name is Poo Brew Coffee. So we try not to take ourselves too seriously, but it can be anything. It could be coffee related. It's, it's literally commentary, a random thought that popped into your head. What so do you think when you're on the throne? Exactly. So there's no, there's no limitation to throne thoughts, but maybe give us another month, Nancy, and we'll, we'll get a new throne thought on every bag that you order. Well, I know, you know, I even saw that uh, you, you have, there was a question about on your website as to whether or not you had Keurig pods. And you did say that poo pods will be coming out, right, Jordan? Is that 2022? Will it be here? Well, 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 that, you know, that, that's the goal. We, we, it's definitely um, on the next, uh, the, the, the next step is, is new roasts that we're bringing out. And then we want what we're going to call poo cups. Oh, poo um, cups, right. Poo cups, yep. Poo cups are definitely something that's on the agenda and we'd love to have them out this year. One thing that's important to us, Nancy, I, I just want to note on the, to Jordan's credit, he was very determined on the, the quality of the coffee. He has a much more refined palate than I do. Um, <laughs> and he wanted, he wanted quality coffee, which does mean higher price point, but we were fine with that because a portion of our proceeds are donated to mental health anyway. So not only is... Not only is the coffee going to taste better, which we want, we are a coffee brand, but at the same time, that just means more money going to these different organizations and initiatives around the world. Well, and that's why I had introduced you as social entrepreneurs, because your brand does seek to improve society in the area of mental health. Um, Jordan, maybe you can go into a little bit more detail on how Pooh Brew supports mental health besides offering up the really good coffee. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that, it was it was a very mission driven mission driven idea, and, and um, it you know when we when we decided on this too, and, and the mission behind it, I too myself struggled with mental health, uh, specifically in college. Right, uh, it was probably the worst when I was about sure. eighteen too. But I had, but I, I mean, I just let my mind get the best of me. Right, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression at that time in my life. And even though people wouldn't necessarily know it, um, I was. And I think a lot of times you can't tell when people are struggling with it, but I was. And, and um, it was it was the worst uh, period of my life in terms of um, just how I felt. And, and, and there's the direction of my life and where it was going. And this just this uh, it, it, I just did not like the state of my mind. And I realized how quickly the mind can slip if, if mm. not care of. And luckily, I, I I was able to find a way out of that, right? I, I, I great support from people and and got very big into different personal development things, meditation and and all these different types of things to 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 help pull me out. It was a long journey, but I got myself out of it. And I don't deal with those things to any extent anymore, besides situational stuff, right? Um, you know, but and but for the most part, freed from from the grip that that mental mental health had on me, and so. It, 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 the idea and, and why we support this stems from, from a personal experience of, man, I know what this does. And I know there's so many people in this day and age. And like you mentioned, Nancy, at the beginning, this is, I mean, this is, this is a huge deal. And mental health is at the forefront of a lot of conversations right now because so many people are struggling with it. Right. Uh, I don't think COVID helped with that, you know, separating yeah. us from people. The way you help mental health is with, with connection with people. And, and COVID just made that worse. And, um, and so with this, we were like, man, we would, we need to, our brand itself, what we are doing just by people ordering and being like the, the conversations that can start because of what we are is beautiful, but let's actually take another step and let's, let's, 
let's take a percentage of all the money that comes into Hubru and let's give back to various health, uh, mental health organizations so that we're not just, you know, we're, we're putting our, our, our money where our mouth is, right? We, we truly believe right, it. Right. In now, do you have a certain group of organizations that you regularly uh, donate to, or do you look every month or quarter, let's say, and decide at that point? Yeah, so there's there's a few that we got that we love, and it's one of the things that we're as we as we grow. Maybe Chase wants to add into this too, but we we want input from other as we grow as an organization to get input from other people. Like, hey, what's your which mental health organization do you you know support the most? What what means the most to you? And and so we do have the ones like one of our favorites is, is Active Minds, um, and we got some other ones out there that that we we definitely have a passion for, but. We want that to be kind of a growing thing and not just one specific organization that we give to. We've had partners reach out to us that are interested. And right now we're, we're still kind of fi- trying to figure that out ourselves uh, as far as the brand direction. Cause we want, we want our follower base to be passionate about it as well, but we'd also like our follower base to be able to dictate a certain, to a certain extent of where their money's going to. So maybe there's an option in terms of which organization and it also, it also can be an initiative as well. It doesn't have to necessarily, the money doesn't have to go to a different entity by any means. It can just be a different movement, you know, that you're passionate and getting behind and you're heading there that weekend and you would like to put more funds to it, you know? So right, it's pretty right. open at this point, but yeah, we, we've had several partners reach out and we're, we're going to be putting that in place soon as far as more formally, but at this point, no formal partnership or anything like that. Uh, we, we still kind of want to see where the brand goes a little bit. Yep. I know I'd had a... Um... One of my hobby companies was uh, She Gallery, and it was S period, H period, E period, and it stood for Supporting Human Equality. So we gave a portion of our revenue to different organizations, and that was always the question, you know, do you just pick two or three so that they're getting a lot of money, or do you pick small ones? And uh, that that could keep you busy even figuring that out. But I imagine you guys will have poo money for many, many years to come uh, that you could put out there. Because I myself am an entrepreneur, started my educational consulting company, IDE Corp, recently started an educational products company at Quiddity Inc. I've had, uh, oh, I've had all sorts of companies, and um, including my gallery, that I'm, I'm always intrigued by entrepreneurs and their approaches. And I just have to say how impressed I am again with Pubru. And the fact that and I don't know if you did this deliberately. I'm going to assume you did. But you got one brew out there and you did it well and you packaged it and you you hit the market. And then you started saying, OK, now we'll expand to, as you said, now you want to add other blends, other brews along the way. Because if you try to just, you know, do everything at once, typically things fall apart. But when you really focus, as you did I, and, you know, again, the packaging, everything about that coffee, I have to say, you know, when it comes and I open up my box and I'm like, oh, you know, my Puru makes me happy every time I open it. Uh, there must be something to be said about that, but we're going to just let that one go. So, so <laughs> let's, let's unwrap the learning. What insights have you gained from this Puru startup so far that you can share with other budding entrepreneurs? Jordan, you want to take a stab at it first? Yeah, I think, you know, when Chase and I started this too, one of the things that was really important to us was quality overall. And, um, you know, when you're starting a business, there's 
there's this thing called money that goes into it. And um, there's only so much money to go around. And, you know, we're not backed by any big organizations or anything like or like that, you know. So we wanted to we wanted to make sure that where we put our money was the right places to put our money. We knew that we wanted really high quality coffee and we didn't want it to come in a cheap looking bag with just a sticker on it. Like, we, you know, we knew, we knew that we wanted it to be something that when, like when they get it, like you said, they're like, they feel good. Right. When we get an Apple product, right. right. We get it, we're like, Oh my gosh, like just the, the opening of it, you just feel good about it. Right. We, right. And there's something to say about that. And so we wanted to make sure, you know, let's just not flood the market with all different types of roasts and have apparel and, and all these different ways, you know, even poo cups yet like let's focus and and there's something to say about that too in regards to you know do you want to sink all your money into this on a whim i mean anytime you start a business you don't know there's risks in that right and and does it make sense to put all your eggs in one basket and so there's multiple ways of looking at why we 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 approach the the one bag the one roast high quality get the feelers out there hey people like this now let's give them and kind of drip on them with more I mean, things that we can, hey, new roasts, poo cups, apparel, right? And we can drip on them instead of saying like at one time, here's everything. You mean I'll be able to have a poo cap to wear with my poo cup? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, when I used to, last year I, I ran this as an internet TV show, not as a podcast. So I always used to have the what's in your mug segment where we, everyone would hold up their mug and and talk about whatever was in it and i'm like darn it i so wish i was still doing that because i could bring up poo brew as being in my mug because it usually is and it's interesting jordan that you brought up apple uh, just the other day i got an apple credit card and even though it's pretty much on your phone i figured for some occasions i actually need the card itself I, I come back from vacation and in the mail is this nice little brown, hard corrugated envelope. I open it up and is the signature hard white case. And I open that up and there's my card. And mm -hmm. then it says on it, uh, point your phone to the packaging and it activated my card. And yeah. of course the card itself is metal and white, you know, the Apple colors. And, yeah. and I was like, wow, this feels special. I got another credit card in the mail the same day. I won't say the name but it's the typical plastic card. And it was like to activate and I go online to activate and I guess I got something wrong. I, I didn't put in 1955 as my birth year, just 55. And it erased the entire form and was like, there is a mistake. And it, I must've erased the entire form like three times before I got all of the fields right. And I just thought, wow, what a different experience Apple gives you. And I think that's what you're tying into. And it's the same thing with Poobrew, you're right. The packaging itself just feels high quality. And yet we're not going to talk pricing because, you know, podcasts go on and prices change, but it's really not that expensive a, a brand. I mean, you know, it's not a lot to spend on good coffee. Sure. You're not going to get it for $1.99, but it's not a bad amount to spend. And yet you're getting this high quality. So I think that's a really important point for entrepreneurs to realize you got to focus where you're going to put your money and you've got to make sure that it's in the places that are going to give customers a, a feel-good moment as well. Chase, what about you? What insights have you gained and advice you could give to budding entrepreneurs? Well, I know Jordan won't say it, so I'll say it for him, but he's been an entrepreneur for a long time. He's very successful. His publications through Real Producers, he's one of the, he's one of the top publications in the country. And so I've gotten to see that 
Uh, I've gotten to see that from the ground up, even when he first moved to Dallas and started this thing. So that was very inspiring to me. I also come from a long line of entrepreneurs within my family as well, through my mom and dad, and then my siblings owning their own businesses too. And so, and then even seeing you, Nancy, what you've done with IDE and Edquidity, I get to see that from afar. It's all been a learning lesson for me. And, and ultimately what it, what it came down to for me was I was terrified. I, I was used to having the the corporate job and that security blanket and what that brings. And I didn't know anything else. I had, I had a small startup back in the day that was successful, but it was, it was still like, kind of like half just dipping my toe in, you know, just to see what, Mm -hmm. see what Mm -hmm. this whole world's like, but I've never really made the plunge. And I, I credit to those, those surrounding factors, my family, you, Nancy Jordan, as far as showing me that it is possible that you can do this. And I just kind of had to make the leap myself. And I'm not a I'm not a risk taker inherently. So that's something that I am building on that I continue to have to build on. Um, and I'll, and it's sorry I'm probably going to get a little cheesy here, but bear with me. It's poetic as far as Pubru goes in general because that's what Pubru sure. is. It's not it's breaking down barriers because it's strange. We all know that coffee can have this effect, but nobody likes to talk about it. And certainly there's there's ways to go about the conversation, of course, depending on who you're speaking with, but inherently if you had done your what's in your mug segment nancy i can mm-hmm. promise you that if Pubru was in the mugs you would have gotten to even more even more full conversations you know yes, it's just that yes. it's that it's that kind of thing and so those are my learning lessons as a young entrepreneur is me just getting started here is risk is okay and even especially when you're doing it kind of double dipping it's your side hustle you know and there's right, a lot of right. late there's a lot of late nights you won't make it unless you're pushing you're going to be tired but right. you got to you got to see the vision and push from there and then be willing to accept that risk. When oftentimes when you fail, that's when you learn the most. So that's that's what I've taken from it. And it sounds like you two are a perfect partnership and which started many, many, many years ago. Uh, how old were you when you met? Uh, oh, Jordan went to yeah, Jordan uh, went to a different school than me, but we had a rivalry in about seventh grade that we're still getting over. <laughs> yeah. I was about sixth grade we started hanging out and then you know in high school specifically became really close friends and, and have ever since and uh we do we compliment each other very well because i am i am 100 inherently a risk taker i i thrive give me an opportunity to take a risk and i will do it you know and that has its pros and cons right it's right right but um but chase as he mentioned is a little bit more but he's also a lot more detailed and he, it, it, you do need to be methodical when you're, st- you're starting a business. You cannot be careless either. Like there's a fine line there. And so Chase, you know, there's a, there's a beautiful balance that can come between having someone who's like, let's go, we got to go now, let's do it this moment to like, hey, well, let's think a little bit about it before we actually jump and make sure we're doing the right thing. And so I think you're right, Nancy, we, you know, we do uh, complement each other very well in a lot of ways. We, we talk here at IDE about me being a kite flying around with the big ideas and our chief strategy officer, Tanya, being the string that kind of connects me and makes sure that we implement properly. And it sounds like you guys are a kite and string combo. I totally appreciate you talking about Poo Brew, poobrewcoffee.com. You can order it up uh, one time, or I know you're going to end up being a subscriber like me. So I hope you'll check it out. And check out the website also, I should say, has done really well. Gives a lot of information, easy to get to, poobrewcoffee.com. So Jordan Chase, thank you so much for being with me today on this podcast and sharing your story of social entrepreneurship. 
Hey, we appreciate you having us on. Thank you so much. Well, that's a wrap. I'm glad you could join me. I hope you'll subscribe, like, and share this podcast and help me spread the word about the power of learning. Till next time.